What's going on, everyone? Welcome, Joseph Bohr Podcast, JB Podcast Network. We are here. We're continuing the trend with these Zoom calls, Zoom podcast, um, with Joe Pun, my special guest today, director of spring training, Oakland A's. That's why I got the hat on back in the day when I was an intern there, even got my bobblehead. So don't worry. My, my heart still rides with my Cleveland Indians, but we're paying uh, homage, homage, however you want to say it to the uh, Oakland A's today since we got Joe here. So Joe, what's, uh, what's, what's been going on? Let's, uh, let's catch up a little bit. We haven't had the uh, opportunity to speak in a while. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we're all kind of in the same boat right now. Um, still a lot of work to do for me. Mm-hmm. You know, our season just ended a couple of weeks ago now, which is crazy. Maybe actually almost a month ago. Yeah. It's insane. Like, time has just flown. Um, living under the quarantine, uh, family here. Uh, I'll be honest. I mean, there's definitely some – the world's crazy right now, and it's insane, but um, there's some silver linings for sure, like spending time mm-hmm. with my kids and – my wife at home and doing school at home. I mean, there's some some really interesting uh, things that have come out of this. But yeah, just still plugging away. I mean, there's still a lot to do, um, even though the season has ended, um, and uh, we're just trying to stay busy. So, yeah, I think about the last two springs, and I think about it very interesting. You have it we because you guys missed some games this year, right? It was cut a little bit short. You guys were able to play a decent amount of games, but it got cut short. And then I think back to the year prior with the A's going over to Japan to play those early season MLB games for that, for that showcase. You haven't had a full spring, a regular spring like you're used to since I was an intern in spring 2018. That's, that's, that's crazy. That has to feel weird. I'm sure you were ready this year. Like, okay, here we go. We're gearing up. We back, we're going to have all of our games, you know, we're going to get back to, to how things, you know, I'm used to having them. And then all this happens. Yeah. Um, you know, just exactly what you said. We were expecting this season to be like, okay, cool. We're going to have games with weather that's probably in the 80s, hopefully. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, last season, I don't know if you remember, uh, we had the first game of the season. It was just us versus the Mariners, and it was like a torrential just Yeah, I saw downpour. that. I remember. We played one and a half innings, and, and uh, I mean, that game was insane. That was, that was just nuts. And so we were really looking forward to being able to play through the end of March and and have some fun games out there. I mean, we still we still played 10 games and we still had a great time, but you're right. I mean, it's just, uh, it was, as anybody will tell you, no one could expect mm-hmm. what has happened just in baseball, but I mean, just around the nation. I mean, it's insane, like what, how things have changed over the course of the last month. Um, so uh, yeah, we were looking forward to it. I mean, obviously we were expecting a sort of season two years ago. Right. And then this year, it's just kind of like, guess what? Now that the season's a little shorter, but I think all of us were in the same boat. So um, just reaction. I think the other thing, too, just in general, I mean, personally and, and work life and everything else is just that everything was changing so quickly, you know, from even hour to hour, just information. Yeah. I'm not talking about information about like what we're supposed to do, but just information about uh corona and right you know how do we prevent it like what are the new measures like what's yeah. the new and, and it's still going on which is crazy but um so just learning how to react in that that atmosphere and and you're right it's it's a bummer i know a lot of people were bummed that we had a game on saint patrick's day that we didn't get to play yeah um but you know it's obviously it's it's for the best yeah so. yeah no you you bring up an interesting point because at the time 
when all this was going on, I was in Mexico for work doing doing the interviews as I was last year. And right. like you said, I mean, day, I mean, hour to hour, I mean, I'd wake up every single day or, you know, when I would go off property and not have cell service, then I step back into where I'm at the hotel and the Wi-Fi, my phone just blows up. It's like all these messages, my mom right. and dad, like, here's what's going on in Ohio. This is what the governor just said. It's like, uh, you know, you know, this Trump pre press conference and you're getting all this news and then you're getting ESPN notifications because it's like, you know, right. the NBA, you know, we're suspending for 30, 30, you know, it was like every day. It was like 30 days or no fans, like 30 days. And then, boom, we just have to cancel this because all of a sudden Gobert gets it and they're testing all these players and guys are being held in the locker room for hours, not allowed to leave the stadium until everyone gets tested. And it was, right. um, it, it was like, you know, this building, you know, it was kind of growing. And then all of a sudden it, it, it went into hyperspeed and then it was this bubble and it bursted. And then like now all of these things happen, I think, once you know, you, these public figures get sick when, cause it's newsworthy, not that they're more important than, you know, anyone else, but John Smith in, you know, Ohio, you know, in small town, Richland County, it, you know, back in Ohio, isn't going to be on the national news versus, you know, if an NBA player, you know, a public figure like a Tom Hanks or an Idris Elba, um, yeah. get it. And then when all those, I think that's when it really becomes real to a lot of people. When you see these different diseases or flus or, you know, whatever, you know, you think about, you know, another serious situation, like when Magic Johnson came out with HIV, like that just, mm -hmm. it just kind of makes that real because that impacts everyone. They're like, oh my gosh, Magic Johnson or this NBA player, this athlete, like this actor, like they're untouchable, right? They have resources to all of this, but at the end of the day, we were all, um, you know, we're all in, you know, danger if we don't take the correct measures. Well, I think that's the thing. I think, you know, you look back in history and uh, we're I talked to this about a bunch of, you, you end up talking about this stuff every day, right? Right. So you start not like conspiracy theories or anything like that, but just like playing things out. Like what has happened? How did we get to this point? So um, I'm, I like history. Like yeah. I've always liked, you know, studying how things happen. In fact, like being on quarantine, you end up watching a bunch of movies. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. I ended up watching like 1917. Great. I read war movies. Yeah. And, uh, and it just makes you think like World War One, World War II, um, Vietnam, specifically in wars you look at like there's a catalyst moment there's like okay this happened like assassination yeah. of uh archduke ferdinand it's just like that's yeah. what set this thing pearl off pearl harbor like stuff like that pearl harbor. yeah yeah bond pearl so so you look at it in a way that like you, you brought up the day that go bear um they shut that game down right yeah they were out of the floor they, they were ready to go and it's like all of a sudden we got to clear this out everyone back to the locker room yeah and then later that night, I think Tom Hanks came out right. and was like, Hey man, FYI, I tested positive along with my wife. Yeah. And so Tom Hanks is like America's sweetheart. Like Forrest Gump has yeah. COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. That kind of woke, I think that woke up some people's just mind to like, Whoa, this isn't so distant. Right. Um, you know, if Tom Hanks is getting it or like you said, Idris Elba or, you know, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um, like that's kind of that's kind of insane um and it made it a little bit more realistic and i think that's where all those measures started going into place so like nba shuts down yeah public places shut down every you know social distancing enacted um which is great i, yeah. I think one positive thing is just to see the the response time yeah and the willingness for the most part of people to be like yeah man not not only for me but for the health of others we got to do this and it's hurt. It's going to hurt everywhere, but right. it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's just a, a you know, case in point. I, I couldn't believe it, but it really hits home. My my wife's uh, father actually caught COVID nineteen. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's where it was just like, holy smokes! Like he right. lives in California, and uh, he's doing a lot better now. Okay, good. Which is amazing. Yeah, he was sick for like two weeks. Yeah, and uh, and and in the back of my mind, I was like, dude, this guy. I mean he probably has this thing, man. Yeah. And, and, and when it gets into your circle of even family or friends or whatever, now it's like, it's real. And, um, and you realize just the, the repercussions and, and, the the realness of it, I guess. Um, so yeah, so the, the shortened season and that, that moment that we were in the season. Yeah. So we just played a game, um, on the 10th of March. I believe that was either that day or, the 11th or 12th yeah. or something. I don't yeah, remember exactly. Right, right in that range. And then, and then from that point on, it was just like, it was, you know, every, every second things were changing from, yeah. a, from a national perspective, from a world perspective. I mean, everything just kind of changed from that point on. Yeah. It, it's wild. And, it, and it's kind of funny to see, I, I'm looking at, you know, you know, the stuff that we're, that we're used to seeing. I, I try to think about the way, you know, that, that things are changing the way that we look at things. And you kind of mentioned response time. I think I told this story on a previous podcast i'm not sure if it's out yet or maybe it's coming out but you know they're showing these old sporting events right like on espn and things like that and i kind of compare it to when you go back like on youtube or whatever and it's like oh five and you're watching that like nfl jacked up segment where there's there's all these big hits and in the moment you know in oh five like this is awesome right but in right. modern day now we look at it and we're like oh my god cte concussions like you know, like not good. And then I'm watching this old sporting event, a golf event, and Tommy Fleetwood is walking through the gallery by the ropes and high-fiving everyone. I'm like, Tommy, what are you doing, man? Like, you, like this is, you know, this is probably, you know, a tournament. It could have been 2015, 2016, years yeah. ago before any of this. But it's so weird. You think about response time and just the way that we react to things now. You know, I think about like shaking people's hands or him walking through and just yeah. high-fiving fans, something that would be normally like, that's awesome, right? He's walking up the 18th or he's walking off the walking off the 18th and he's high-fiving people. That's great fan engagement. But now I'm like, oh my God, like if only he knew, if only he could, you know, like just think about, you know, that that just looks weird to us. It, it's almost yeah. like offensive to us. It's uh, it's weird just how those little things, shaking hands, high fives, all of that. Well, you start, yeah, you start thinking about, so, you know, I go to Costco because I buy buying food for my family. Yeah. And uh, granted, you're still in Arizona? Yes. Yeah. So it's actually not that crazy out here. No, like, it's not too bad. Go there right at the morning, like there's a line to get in to like raid the toilet paper and all that kind right. of stuff, which that's a completely different subject. But <laughs> yeah. you go to you go to the registers and they've got the plexiglass up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so you start thinking about down the line, like. Is that ever going to come? I mean, are they really going to take that down now? Or is that now like a fact of life? I, I don't think so. I, I think just keeping that distance and being more sanitary and just I, I'm just so much more thoughtful now of all that stuff. And even when I'm in the grocery store, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to pick up something to look at, even if I have my gloves on, you know, because I go to the grocery store, I put gloves on and I'm like, right. unless I'm really going to grab it and put it in my cart, I really don't want to take it off the shelf. And, you know, I use those reusable bags too, and you, you can still use them, but you have to keep them in your cart. You have to bag it yourself. You can't put it up on, you know, the normal bagging station or give it to, you know, the, the person at the register or the person filling your bags. Like you have to, you know, anything that you're bringing in, 
you can still do it, but you have to do it yourself. You know, they don't want it on their surface. They don't want it in the hands of their, uh, their employees. It's just so, you know, foreign and it's, and it was really, you know, overnight once all those things happened and, you know, it got really serious and really the only way to show the seriousness of it and to keep people from going out and doing these things is just to shut everything down. And that's exactly what we have. Everything is shut down in terms right. of, you know, like restaurants, bars, things like that, congregating in groups, because if things weren't shut down, you know, places like Chicago, places like here where people go out on, you know, you mentioned like St. Patrick's Day, and I'm sure people come out, that's a big day for the A's, where they're, you know, awesome jerseys, you know, people mm -hmm. still would be out and around each other. And I think even as this passes, and even whenever they come up with something to, you know, whether it's a vaccine, a, a treatment, whatever it is, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be like how it was overnight to really put us in this position. It's going to take some time for things to build back up. You know, even if let's say they're playing opening day, you know, is it out of the question that, you know, if they're in a full stadium or if they're in a baseball stadium and everything is good, you know, the hypothetical, you know, could there only be like 10,000 people there less, maybe a little bit more. I, I don't know. You know, only like 20% of the stadium filled just because it's uh you know, it's going to take time to build all that stuff back up. Yeah, I mean, it, I think the biggest thing for me looking at it is how many different business types that we're not even talking sports. Obviously, sports is a public event, right? Mm -hmm. How many different business types are the chain reaction of, of uh, effects from quarantining, right? You think about things were moving already to an online marketplace. You got right. Amazon, they're taking over the world. You got, you, right. you got, you know, you can, you want something, you can buy it. You have it there to, that day. It's crazy. Our, our world, our world is making its way to more and more remote. And now it might, now it's like, I think this might be the point where businesses are going to realize like, Hey, let's just make the jump. We're doing it already. Let's just keep it going. You know, whether it's better for them business wise, you know, expenses go down. And I think it's going to be more acceptable because of our, you know, I, I'm sure this is right what you were going on to say, but that's a situation we're in. And, you know, you know, interviews and things like that, especially first round of stuff, maybe if you, like if you're mm -hmm. interviewing for interns, maybe you, the first round's all like this. And if you really want to get to know someone and, you know, you value that in-person experience, that might not be till maybe like a second or third round as you go, go down. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows? This could be that moment, that turning point, like, all right, let's just make the leap. Let's just keep this going. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. The, the amount of, of, uh, impact that this has had across the board with everybody. But what I will say is that, you know, uh, going back to my original point, things like this, I think bring out the polar, the polarization of people. Mm -hmm. Like there's really rarely a person that's just like in the midst of what's going on right now. And is just like, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of status quo. Like, you're, you're, you're either kind of erring on the side of, you see people like even my kids, um, they'll put chalk on our driveway and write messages and spew positivity and yeah. kind of help others and drop off, order food for people and have it delivered. And, and, and you see those types of acts, um, you know, even with us with the stadium, you know, we tried to, as much as we could donate food back that we weren't going to use because obviously we didn't have games. Um, and, and in that sense, it's great. People are working together. People are like realizing the sacrifice that healthcare workers go through and police, fire, all these people. I mean, frontline people. 
And then you got the other side where, you know, unfortunately, then you see like opportunists and stuff like that. But what I think I've seen, at least I haven't seen a lot of it, which is great. I could be speaking out of turn, but locally, I think everybody's erring on that, that side. Yeah. Everybody's erring on like, we need to take care of each other. You know, we need to, uh, if it's not, I mean, even if it's as simple as going to target and making sure that, you know, you're, you're doing the the best that you can and you're not like hoarding toilet paper. I mean, you're not trying to, to just for sake of being a, an anarchist, like stand next to people closely just for, for kicks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. You're kind of abiding by what you need to do just to be a good person. And, um, and that's, what's been encouraging in that. I think, I think a lot of people have been doing it, but yeah, dude, I know it's weird where, you know, I feel, I feel uh privileged. I feel like I'm Joey Diaz or like, uh, <laughs> you know, Theo Vaughn. I'm like back on the podcast. I'm on a regular, you yes, know? Yes, you it's, are. It's, you are now a recurring guest. I appreciate it. I, you know, I, I, it's, it's a bummer that, you know, that's, this is kind of the world. So we definitely got to like kind of address maybe some of these things of what's going on. Right. But, but I'm positive, man. I think, I think we're going to come out of it. And, and like I said, I think, even me personally, it kind of resets mm-hmm. kind of what you value. Right. It really does. And, and what's important. And, um, you know, maybe coming out of these things, like we, we hope nobody gets sick. We hope nobody, um, you know, has tragedy, but, but, uh, you know, there is lessons to be learned, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. How are you, how are you still in town, man? Well, I, I, well, so here we go, Joe, here's, here's a story for you. So, like I was in so this semester completely online, no in-person classes, and I loaded everything in my first half of the semester. So going up to spring break, I had all my classes, and after that, I have like nothing. So the dropout sent me to Cabo for that first week ASU spring break, but then right. I did I did two weeks of spring break. After Cabo, I flew to Mexico, I flew to Cancun, and right. and did that. So I did two weeks of spring break, and. I was on the books. I already had a flight booked to go home April 20th because okay. I booked it before all this got shut down. My brother, who was a freshman out at University of Cincinnati, plays baseball there, and he's been he's been playing. He had a start under his belt, all that good stuff, and I was going to go home. And I'm not sure if he was going to pitch that night, but I was going to go home and see one of his games. And you know, I figured when I came back, and you know, all this stuff had changed. You know, I I still planned to go home. You know, just to be home with family. Um, but, you know, I, I decided, you know, I don't want to come home any earlier. Let let me side on, you know, the side of caution here. Give myself, because I got home on the 19th, so basically I had a month. I figured that would be good. Let me be in my apartment alone just in case, God forbid, if I was sick, you know, that comes up out here before I go through the airport, get other people sick, or maybe contract it there, and then bring it home to my family where there's three other people, right? Yeah. So, and then... um. I got a message from a girl that I interviewed pretty much every day in Cancun. And then um, two of her friends also that I interviewed pretty much every day in Cancun that they tested positive for the coronavirus. Mm. So that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Luckily I've had not one, you know, not one symptom at all. And then I also got this opportunity because obviously what I do and what we do as a company with the drop daily dropout is all you know shut down right now. Everything we do is out in public, whether it's the pranks, the interviews, whatever. And then we uh, we were moving out of our office and we bought sort of this content house. It's like this. It's going to be our new office. 
And I had the opportunity to move in there with a couple other on-camera people. And we were going to quarantine there and then create content. So I was like, great, you know, this is an opportunity for me to, to get work and hopefully, you know, kind of prove and kind of create a role for myself so that I have employment, you know, after, you know, because I'm approaching graduation. And then after I I got that news, literally the night before, of course, I was supposed to move in. Of course, I have to let my bosses know. So I'm on another two week kind of isolation quarantine before, you know, we kind of reevaluate if it's safe for me to move in again. So I've just decided it's best to stay out here um, just for safety of myself. And I really don't want to go home, get my parents sick. I mean, even if I am fine, you still got to survive going through two airports and, you know, a flight. And maybe right. and where we're at right now, you know, they're kind of talking about how this could be the peak. This could be really bad. We really have to do what we can to get through these next few weeks, like through the month of April. Um, right. You know, hopefully before, you know, hopefully we're, this thing's going to start to plateau. It just seemed like about the worst time to travel. So um, just for pure just for all those reasons, you know, to make a long story short, just, uh, you know, for the professional opportunity, but also mainly, you know, a number one priority. Uh, it's just kind of the safety and, and health of it. Cause my roommate went home to Wisconsin. He went home, uh, you know, pretty much right after the week after I got back from spring break. So about late, you know, March 24th, 25th, something like that. So mm-hmm. it's been a little, a little lonely, but I'm pounding out these, you know, podcasts and, uh, I, you know, it's just good to know that I'm okay. And that I'm not getting anyone else, uh, sick. So that's, that's kind of why, you know, I'm, uh, I'm still in town. Yeah. I mean, Interesting. I know you were getting like daily updates while you were down in Mexico. Right. So weird. I feel like that's got to be like you're coming back to this alternate timeline. It was, you know, it almost didn't seem real because down there you're still on spring break. Everyone's still going crazy. They're either denying it. They don't care or it's not that at that point it wasn't quite it was serious, but we didn't I don't think people realized how serious it was. I was being very cautious. I even called my boss. We completely we did extra day interviews. I'm like, I don't because in Cancun, luckily, we didn't have to leave to film. We didn't have to leave where we were staying. We were able to do all of our filming there. Right. Um, I was like, listen, I, I woke up from a nap after filming during the day. We were getting ready to go out at night, and I had to call him. I'm like, hey, like, for some reason, I woke up just with that feeling in your stomach. I'm like, I got to trust my gut here. I'm like, I just do not feel comfortable going out at night, being around even more people. Like, this thing is just weird. I'm getting texts from people that are like, hey, like, you should really think about coming home. Like, really stay safe. Like, really look out for yourself. Um but still during the day, you know, people were still going out and, you know, there's there and I'm seeing all the videos from people like they're packing these clubs at night. And and then really when I came home and, you know, and as soon as I get off the plane and I go back through customs, you know, there's nobody there. The flight was very, excuse me, very bare, very empty. And it just it felt eerie. And my roommate picked me up at the airport. And, you know, Phoenix is usually pretty you know pretty good it's not you know there's there's a lot of flights that go in and out but it's never you know i imagine it's not like an lax type level you know where it can just be you know pretty frustrating just to be there um but it was just oddly oddly i mean it really was you put it perfectly it's like coming back to a to a new universe a new time a new a new era and it really took a few days to to really set in um and it took a few days for me to kind of I'm like, how do I even build my schedule here? Like, what, what do I even do? You know what I mean? Like, what's safe to do? What can I do? Um, and then you just see people and they're like aliens. You're like, oh God, like, do I, you know, just, you don't even want to, you know, they could be in, in a distance and I'm still like, man, I should just go home. Like, why am I out riding my bike or going for a walk right now? It was, uh, it was really, really weird. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, 
that's where I had to take a step back and just, because this is it's a different situation, um, kind of stuck at home and, and kind of make um, a checklist for myself, like yeah. a priority list. And not, not like a daily, like this is, I mean, there are something like wake up, I got to get, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I didn't want to just sit in a chair all day and no. kind of like mosey around my house and yeah. not spend time with my kids or my wife. And so, you know, during the season, we rarely get to have like family dinners. So right. I'm getting to be able to eat dinner with my family and making the most of that time and spend time with my, my son who's two. Yeah. You know, these are, these are, when you have kids, that's what I'm saying. There's some silver linings. Like he's yeah. two years old. He's, he's going to be three in three or what is it? July. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of months, three months. And, uh, that time goes so quick, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. And even since we've been home in the month, like the guy, the kid, the kid, like has started like formulating, like even like more coherent thoughts with the yeah. sentences. I'm just like, wow, I'm glad that I'm seeing this. Right. And then, and then the other thing too, is like, I have a lot of work to do still. So a lot of it's phone calls and that's good. So I've been walking around the neighborhood, man. I just throw in the AirPods. Yeah. And like every day I probably walked around like 10 miles. Oh yeah. I'm getting my 10, I'm getting my 10,000 steps easy every day i mean i'm like i'm wearing my yeah. I, I never knew walking just you know i'm not it's not like i'm hiking i'm just walking on the on the street or a sidewalk you know just flat and you never know how exhausting it is until you're like you're actually doing some serious walking every day oh yeah dude i've been joking around with people i'm like i know my neighborhood so good now dude. Yeah. like i you know i should reach out to google and they throw a sensor on my head and i yeah. just freaking walk around so you're gonna be get the guy yeah yeah, dude, Google Earth. Let's get some up-to-date photos. I'll spin go. around in a circle and walk like 10 miles. I don't care. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know, you know so many different things. I've been taking the bike out. Yep. Um, and uh, walking with my family. I mean, that's something that's really, really cool. I mean, obviously, yeah. we, we can't like go to the playground or right. go out to eat or whatever, but get to talk just walking in our own little, our own little pod, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been, that, that part of it's been really, really fun. That's good. And so when you try to make the most of the situation, um, while still getting your stuff done while still being, you know, productive and, and, uh, and making sure that you're doing everybody right. Like, like I said, it's not the best, it's not awesome, but it just makes you reevaluate and, and, uh, and kind of rethink things. One of the things too, that, uh, I'm sure we're going to be talking about, but, but like, I rarely watch stuff on TV or right. Netflix. If I do, it's just like something in the background, like The Office or Parks and Rec or whatever. Right. Yeah. Don't really have but time to like sit down, commit to that new show. Dude, for sure. And so like now, you <laughs> oh, know, at the now. end of the day, after I've walked like 10 miles and, you know, I played, played with my kids and we had dinner and now it's just like, all right, well, let's sit down and try to consume something, I guess, and just see what's out there. Well, let's get into uh, it. What have you been watching now? Okay. But first, before we get into what we've been watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. As much as this situation sucks and it's weird and it's brand new, has 20, is 2020 the most, I mean, have we ever been more equipped for to, to quarantine because of all the podcasts and streaming services and ability to binge? Like if there was a time, like if we had to be like, okay, this has to happen, you know, like right. when they tell the people in the 80s, like, okay, this has to happen by 2020, people keep passing it off. It's like, well, I think, you know, if we had to make this decision as a country, like, okay, I guess this is the time. Like, net, like all these, all these streaming services, all the podcasts. I mean, that's that's really what's getting people through to, you know, just to, 
you know, kill time. Because even if you are working and you know you're busy and you have kids and you're walking and you're staying active, you're doing all the things that you really can do and in the parameters of what's safe, you know, you still have enough time in your hand to pump out, you know, at least an episode a night. So, I mean, this is, I mean, we, I don't think we've ever been more equipped for a quarantine. Like if you, if we flipped roles and we go back in time, you're 22 again, like me, what would you be like? What, what would you be doing during a quarantine? Like you only play so many board games or do so much. Let me think when I was 22, it was like right after I got out of college. So you're looking at like 2000 and, three okay i'm turning i'm turning 39 here pretty quick yeah let's put it this way like i'm, I'm gonna make the most of this last year of my 30s it's <laughs> unbelievable that I'm, I'm gonna have a four at the beginning of my yeah, age weird. Like, terrible but um you're right I'm, well, I mean I'm not like I'm not like ancient bro like we definitely well, I know but but internet. it's still but what I'm, I'm yeah, saying yeah. you don't have to be ancient like all this stuff really just came into prominence like the whole right. binge like Netflix has been around but all these other streaming services and all the original content they pump out like that right. that's been very new in just the last four to five years you know what I mean right yeah I don't I mean I can remember the infancy of Netflix yeah, the it DVDs. Might have been around that time where yeah. it was basically a red box scenario yeah. where you're getting DVDs mailed to you. Right. And then you're playing like Blu-ray didn't exist. Yeah. DVD was like this ultimate um medium to 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 watch films and things like that. So yeah. and then you have to mail it back and and um you know Facebook just started MySpace. You're right. I think to be to stay connected, at least to be productive as mm-hmm. much as you can. I mean, if you can imagine, like, if you couldn't be productive and and do work and video conferencing and phone calls and things like that, like, then a shutdown like this would be just unbelievable. Torture, yeah. I mean, like, if I had to use a fax machine to, like, oh, yeah. get you some order or, like, some information, like, this is not this is not a good thing. But, yeah. but uh, you're right. It's crazy, man. And I think, to go back to the original point, I think entertainment is is a vital thing in everybody's It is. Day. Like entertainment, that's what my business is. Like that's that's what I do for a living. Like sports and baseball. Yeah. Um, and that's an entertainment medium. That's why people are engaged with it. Right. I mean, and and it brings a, an aspect into your day to just, you know what? I'm just gonna enjoy this. Turn and my mind off. Kind of, not necessarily even forget about what's going on. Not that like everybody's got problems, but just like this is something that I enjoy, and it it gives you that. Um, I don't even know this is probably not even the right word, but like endorphin, like some type of right. mental trigger that's mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is a good thing today. Um, and yeah, so like, so, you know, Netflix or, or the fact that people, the studios are releasing movies uh, into your home that would have been in the theater. Yeah. Um, or just studying like podcasts, like the amount of podcasts I listen to as well when I'm walking. Oh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I think the other the other part of that too is just like the human component. So whether it's a specifically like on a podcast or like the news or whatever, it's like you're actually listening to people interact, right? And that's like the major thing that's missing is the interaction with people. That's a vital part of society. Um, and I think that in and of itself is kind of like filling that hole, right? But uh, yeah, we, no, we've watched some. We've watched some crazy. I'm sure you you're a film guy. Oh yeah. 
you're like you're you're plowing through some uh, some stuff that you've always wanted to watch or you got some time on your hands. I'm but. making my way through that list that has been built up over the years because, like you said, you know when you're when you're busy and you want to but you want to have something on, you're gonna throw on The Office or something that you've seen before, something that you don't have to like sit down and pay attention to. I'm not gonna throw on the new season of Ozark in the background. I won't even throw on the Ozark episodes I've already seen in the background. Like that's something that you really have to sit down and and pay attention to. So yeah, right. it's been it's been nice. So what have you been? I know Ozark and Tiger King are on both of our lists. What what else have you been wor- uh, working through? So yeah, those two specifically. In fact, I just finished Ozark, the whole thing. I whole never thing. watched it. Okay. Last night. Um, oh, you had never seen it until recently, like any of it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just don't. Oh yeah, I that's right. Yeah. A, I used to be a big film guy. I'm just so busy. Right. You know, and yeah. then at night, like, I really, I don't know, I just feel like I don't want to get invested into, because here's the thing, like, with the binging, specifically with the Netflix model, yeah. like, you have no, no reason not to continue watching stuff no. other than you're tired. No. So, so, uh, you know, that's, that's hard. That's a stumbling block for me. So I'm just like, yeah. oh, dude, I'm just going to keep going through here. Yeah. I think they're getting, they're getting wise where like Disney plus and things like that, they're releasing things on a weekly basis, like a regular television show. Right. I mean, there's pluses and minuses to both things, but but that at least like curbs your your consumption. Yeah, I think that's a, like a healthy thing for people. The right. reason that they're doing that, I think that's a, that's a good thing. Right. But um, yeah, we I've just watched, gone back and watched movies, and and uh, I think we may have talked about this last time. I used to be a film major, right? So like when I watch stuff, are you like um, breaking it down? I'm breaking it down, dude. Yeah, uh, it can be exhausting. Yeah, just just like uh, just like with sports, like yeah. when you work in sports, we may have talked about this last time too. I don't remember, but oh I yeah, I can't go to Chase. I can't go to Chase Field. No, and watch the baseball game. Like I'm Looking from the, the second ads. I step on property. Yep. Like I'm just analyzing how things work. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like you know the 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 scene in the the Hangover with uh, what's his face with the beard, and he's he's kind of doing the Rain Man scene, and you see all these right, equations. Like, yeah above his head like that's kind of like how my mind works in in certain places yeah um so so you know watching a show like like an ozark which i love jason bateman like the dude arrested development is one of my favorite shows it's so smart incredible unbelievable and this is a complete departure from that right and and uh i was telling it's funny because i i'm so late to the game on a lot of these things but uh, talking with some of my my uh, staffers and my my coworkers, and it's like, dude, you've been watching this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and like my main takeaway from it is like it's so smartly written. Yeah. There's a lot of plot holes, I think, but there's literally nothing happy in any of these. No. Episodes. <laughs> no. Like it's just pure like craziness, and you're yeah. drawn to it like a like a train wreck. Yeah. But. But then, like, taking that next step, this is how I look at things. And, like, it's written so well. And, like, oh, man, they're touching so many things. But at the end of the day, you end up rooting for people yeah. that are terrible people. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, how does that – how did that – how did that happen? Yep. Like, what makes it in your mind that you're, like, you just end up rooting for people that have done terrible, terrible things. Yeah. And you feel for people's situations and things like that. And that's that's a byproduct of good writing and good acting and, and good directing. But then you got to take a step back and you'll be like, wait a second, holy smokes, like, I really shouldn't be thinking that way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to a point. And then same thing with like, uh, with like Tiger King. So Tiger King, 
I I specifically stay away from whatever you want to call it, like pop culture, like phenomenons. I like almost don't want to like, like to case go, in point. Yeah, like, go against the grain. I haven't. I've never watched Titanic. What? Oh yeah, man. I know. I know, dude. Wow. But it, oh, now okay. it's like a badge of honor for me because I'm yeah. like, nah. I haven't watched it this much. I know people are crazy. I, I did the same thing with like Avatar, like anything yeah. James Cameron. Yeah. I kind of did that because it got it's, whatever that point was, like the yeah. 2000s or 2010s or whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um. But uh, just, just because like I don't need to, whatever, people are wasting their time on some of this stuff. So what happened was my wife turned it on at night and I came into the bedroom and it was on the TV and I was like, seriously, I'm doing this right now. We're and, doing it. And she's like, I don't know. I just turned it on. And then I sat down and I watched it for like 10 minutes. And and then my mind went into the mode of like analyzing this thing, not just watching it for the epic, just car crash of right. craziness that it was, but just like, like what the heck is going on? Like right. the, the, the onion of that show for me, so many layers. Yep. Um, and it's all, it's all rooted in like hilarious, like, like this can't be real life scenarios. Right. right. Um, I'm sure that like, can can I add one thing? I I don't mean to interrupt, but I I think you bring up an inch. I, I just kind of put this together when I think about, you know, you've avoided Titanic, you know, James Cameron. Now, do you think it's different too? Now, I don't know how active you are. I don't know how much you're like scrolling through social media, but I know you have Instagram and Twitter. Now, is yeah. there any curiosity too? Are those things tougher to avoid now? The Tiger Kings of the world, because all of a sudden, overnight, those come out to get popular, and then they're an instantaneous meme. They're all of a sudden all over TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everything. Do you think now some of those things are harder to avoid? Like there was no, you know, the only people writing about Titanic, maybe people had some early blogs, you know, when that came out in the late '90s. But, you know, it wasn't getting talked about, you know, all the, you know, girls aren't gushing over Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, up and down Twitter, and that's all you see. And um, I feel like there's kind of that, you know, I'm going to speak like a, a young guy, Gen Z, whatever I am, you're, you know, you get that FOMO, you're like, I don't get any of these memes, people are sending me this stuff like, yeah, it's funny, but I feel like I have to see it to really get it because I'm just being bombarded with it. It's either watch it or, de- or just cancel yourself or delete yourself on the internet. Right. I think... Me personally, I think a lot of people will tell you this and it's to my detriment or to my benefit, depending on how you look at it. But I work with a lot of young people. Yeah. Right. And case in point, you work for me. Right. Yep. I think relatability um, is paramount to having a true relationship with somebody to know what's important with them. And I'm not saying Tiger King is like a pinnacle (laughs) aspect of somebody's life, but that's something that is relatable Right. That if they're like, if, if, if I'm talking to you about, obviously you've watched it. I'm sure everybody that's worked for me watched it because it's yeah. a phenomenon, but you're right because of social media and the way that these things get around and the way that people are like, um, enabled to consume something. It is, it is very much like an influence type of thing Big time. that there is some benefit to me to know about what's going on so that I don't feel like I'm also, like I said, I'm pushing 40 here. I think I've realized that, you know, for me, I'd rather watch something on a Blu-ray. Interesting. And I know that's weird, right? Mm-hmm. It is. And I'd rather like actually have a physical disc to put something in to watch it. Yeah. Or like even CDs or something about a CD that yeah. I really like. 
And I've that that alone has pumped in my mind like holy crap, man. Like I've turned into I've seen I'm seeing this generational change of like why do I why am I holding on to like some of these older things and not adopting some of the newer things yeah. just because it's familiar to me and like I don't want to take the time to learn about it. Right. So when things like this, it's that concept of like, you know what, I'm going to take some some things, I'm just going to take the time to kind of like learn about how this thing works just to be relevant. Right. And also to 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 be able to interact with people. Yeah. So so the Tiger King, yeah, I think that's before I even sat down and watched it, you know, a name like Carol Baskins, like whatever. What does that mean? Like, oh yeah, Carol Carol Baskins, Carol effing Baskins, like yeah. older husband. And I'm just like, I don't know what it means, but I'm sure something means something. And then after watching it, now you're in on the inside joke. Right. Like I, I started my last podcast by saying, hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Joseph Bohr, the Joseph Bohr podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Like people yeah. are doing that stuff now. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't avoid it. It's so cheesy. It's so easy to do. I'm sure everyone's doing it. But it's like, it's just ridiculous. Like, like it just, Carol Bask, like I saw... Someone on Twitter posted, I think it was at Publix, and in the and in uh, you know the the people they're making cakes, and there's this Joe Exotic themed cake, and right next to it's a Carol Baskin themed cake. Like it truly is everywhere. It's everywhere. You it's, can't it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. And um, but see, I the things that I gravitate in on that show are things that I don't know if people maybe they do, but I gravitate towards the littlest. That's how my mind works. That's why mm-hmm. I think like a show like Arrested Development. Yeah a very like intricate like thought through humor yes so like there's so a couple of things on that show that that i thought were hilarious that i don't know if you weren't paying attention so there's that guy this is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen this but yeah. whatever there's the guy that's like the hitman guy the guy that okay. they brought in at the end to like watch over the tigers or whatever yeah. so they're interviewing this dude like at all these different locations yeah like most of it's like him sitting on a pickup truck or like him sitting on the curb or something like that yeah but then they went to this interview and and if you're paying attention like you're just watching listening to him speak but yeah someone had to tell this dude all right here he's like go to his house like once you sit on that he's like all right let's sit on the couch let's do this and like nah why don't we do this why don't you go into like your 70s style bathroom and just run a bath just run a bath for me and sit in it and we'll film it and yep. with no shirt on and then just like splash some water on your belly as we're talking. Right. I'm like, what the, like that, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, yeah. why, why is he doing this right it's now? It's so absurd. Like, somebody had to tell him to do this. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Cause when you so, think about uh, all that stuff, you know, you see like stuff in the office and you know, or whatever, and it becomes so commonplace now. It's like, you know, someone had to write this, like this had to go through someone's head. Like, you know what we're going to do for this episode? Michael's going to, burn his foot on a foreman grill like like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. like that's just not real world stuff like that just doesn't happen but it works for michael like someone like michael like what happened all of it, like it, it's it's so absurd but at the same time it's so believable it's it's like we're, we're witnessing genius whether you realize it or not so that so then there's that other dude with like the long hair that always wears like the deal with his sunglasses <laughs> and, and and he's he's constantly sitting on an upside down like gallon paint jug yep like smoking heaters right just like answering questions but the dude looks like he's like straight out he's like the he's like the dude from and these aren't good movies but like the matrix like revolutions is like in the subway (laughs) yeah that's like jumping through and like telling you know he looks like that guy and uh and i'm like everybody and but 
these are technically real people, right? So, right. so the other thing that was hilarious that I just lost it. I mean, I lost it. So they built that pizza restaurant right, right next to the tiger cage and they're building it. And then, you know, it comes out that they use like the rancid Walmart meat to throw yeah. like salami and sausage it's, on these things. Oh, yeah. But they pan up and they show like the name of this thing. And the name of it is just strictly pizzeria. But like pizzeria is spelled like with an E. Right. So pizzeria. But 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 this thing is just literally spelled pizza R-I-A. Yeah. And I just could not stop laughing at it because in the back of my mind, I'm just like processing it. I'm like, how did they think about calling this thing this? Right. Joe, Joe Exotic's probably like, I don't know. We should probably just call it, you know, pizzeria. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. So how do you spell that? I don't know. Yeah. Pizza and then like add Rhea. I mean, that sounds right. Like yeah. pizza Rhea. Okay, yeah, let's throw it up there. Yeah. Or, or the and scene where the person gets hurt and before he does anything, he has to throw on the EM, EMS jacket. Like just, oh my gosh. Like how, in, I mean, this guy, so, I mean, say what you want about him, but what an entertainer. So there's the funny parts of it. And then, and then I start analyzing like the human condition parts of it, mm -hmm. right? So then you start analyzing like, like the, 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 the person that had their, freaking forearm like chewed and clawed yeah. to where they had to amputate show up to and then work the next she day back to work yeah like in, in seven days like this yeah. is insane and then you start thinking about like i said i analyze this stuff you start thinking about like what what are people drawn to right like you see the the show is called like tiger king and and this guy is building an empire for himself and he wants to be i mean that's what that's what the human condition is the human condition is like you want to set yourself on the throne, basically, honestly. I mean, I think we're all prone to do that, um, unfortunately. And um, and the allure of like holding like a dangerous animal. Right. And and what it does to get people to do things. Yep. Um, just like drugs or just like fame or just like fortune. And, and uh, it's, uh, so there's like a serious aspect of it. There's like the crime whole crime scene aspect of it then there's like the hilarity of like this being taking place in this backcountry like like dude that initially i asked myself who in their right mind is going to this freaking zoo yeah i, like, I don't, I don't in get it. general right um and so i mean we can analyze it for days but i just that's why i just got sucked in and then i started just like because when i get into something i need to research it Oh yeah. So now I'm going on YouTube and then like David Spade, who looks like Joe Dirt, is right. doing these like whatever we're doing, these Zoom calls right. with like the actual people. Yeah. Like kind of like subtle burning them like to their face. Oh, yeah. And they're not Oh, he's being a comedian. Not, he's doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't connect the dots. Nope. Um but uh but then I just got I just got invested with it. And supposedly there's supposed to be like another episode or something, but yeah. Have you um seen? It was so funny. There was another investigative, uh, type show. It was called uh, "Don't F with Cats." It's on Netflix. It's like one of those deep dives. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's I really it's really interesting. It's about these. So this guy, um, you know, you can't see him in the video, but he makes this video of him literally like putting cats in these bags, and he's like he's like killing these cats. He's like sucking the you know the air out of them. Just these horrible stuff. You know, this guy who's obsessed wants to be famous, so he makes this super viral video. I think it went on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, these two people basically made, you know, did like a citizen's investigation. And we're calling all these places, doing all these 
background searches and checks and they basically made this Facebook group that absolutely blew up and everyone's throwing in clues and it's this whole thing and it's so funny how people on Twitter where I'm getting at is on social media they want to like team up these people like as if it's a Stephen King universe you know what I mean it's like oh this character and that character now we see him in this movie together or whatever it is right and people are like oh we need body moving from uh you know don't f with cats to came up with this person to find out if joe you know to free joe exotic or to find out if carol baskin actually killed her you know fed her husband to the tigers and it's just like we said it's just a phenomenon and the draw of it is just so crazy and and then the big thing too is you know if you if you really i can see it i've been there before where i've been scrolling on twitter and i'm a little late on something because if you're late, you know, you can be late, late on something and you can only be two days behind the premiere of, you know, for instance, Tiger King. It could blow right. up immediately on social media. Oh, you haven't seen it in 48 hours? Well, like, you're like way behind, man. You know, it's way different than what it was. You know, you go back to talk about, I'm not ancient, man. I'm like, I know you aren't. But like the the, the progress and all this stuff just in the last five years, you could even do three years is, you know, leaps and bounds different and bigger and growing and, uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. The draw and the phenomenon of it of it all is just so wild. And and a, a similar thing happened like this last year that I got into that I was I didn't want to watch it. I didn't care. But then people were talking about it in the office. Younger, your generation. Yep. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start watching this thing. And I got hooked on NSA. And that was the Fire Festival one. Yes. Huge, yes. And, and and that one wasn't so much as a train wreck of hilarity, right? As it was just like what the heck was going on and so you got you got sucked into it yeah it was pretty and, some and, of the things are pretty funny like okay you have this island but you can't say it's pablo escobar's island first thing they do in the promo come to pablo escobar's island or they're like oh it's um they'll probably be here late anyway so let's just ride some jet skis and rip some coronas like like just like what like just the yeah a anyway sorry i i that it's no, just no, no, no. ridiculous no. So I get, I got second, but to your point, you know, when I was a kid, so I'm a huge Star Wars guy, like mm -hmm. I, just cause I grew up on it. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to conventions or anything like that, yeah. but it was a thing where as a kid, I had to go to the midnight showing. Yep. And even then, like the word doesn't get around, like it did, there was no Twitter, you know right. what I mean? But I had to be one of the first ones to see it. Mm -hmm. Not because I thought it was going to get spoiled but because like I wanted to consume that content yeah. immediately so that I would be the first to be like, wow, right. okay, I get it. And so that I wouldn't, and then I could talk about it to other people. That's the best part about these things. It's one thing if you're just watching, it's even like watching baseball. Yep. So it's related back to what I do. You know what I mean? Like if you're not watching the game live or you're DVRing it or yeah. whatever, you don't want to know what happens. Or if you watch it on sports center, yeah. you're like, Holy smokes, this happened in that game. Yeah. You want to be aware of, cause like if we're both fans, let's say I'm a fan of the, the Cavs, I'm not, but it's like, you know, like, like you, you just posted something recently about, you know, the block right. from the finals. Right. Cause it was like the anniversary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're not, if I'm not watching it immediately and I'm, let's just say I'm a, you're on the Cavs, Cavs fan. You're like, dude, check that dude. That was amazing. Yeah. Right. You know, or, um, or let's say I'm the Warriors fan, which I kind of am. Yeah. And you're not, you're texting me immediately and being like, yeah, dude, what that, what now? You know yeah. what I mean? It's that consumption of it immediately yeah. yep. in the moment so that you're experiencing it with other people. I think that's right. the draw of these things.
Right. And uh, and because we're we're kind of socially remote, I think that's what these things are, are doing for us. Right. So yeah, Ozark, like Tiger King, um, you know, uh, the staples, like I said, that I already watched, like right. movies. I haven't really gotten into anything else. Somebody wants me to, to watch whatever it is, Money Heist or... Yeah, I heard that's pretty good. And I think I just got a notification. I think part four or season four, whatever they call it, just just dropped. I've been getting into... Um, I just watched a mini series on HBO, uh, Chernobyl. Have you ever mm. seen that or heard of that? I mean, it's a real event. I'm sure you know you... Uh, I've seen parts of it and... Some of that stuff, like, I just don't want to watch. Yeah, it was pretty rough to, to watch, um, but it was super interesting. It, yeah, it, like, haunts you a little bit. It, it does. It's like, I can't believe – and then you think about how eerie it is. That's so many years ago, and still that whole territory, just no one can come back to because it's just not safe. Still has not been cleared. All of this land that just had to be absolutely abandoned because of this nuclear reaction and the radiation or what you know whatever it is, it's just – totally unhealthy to be there. Like to think about that, that that's just sitting out there and you can't do anything with it is, uh, it's pretty eerie. Yeah. I mean, well, I just seeing the pictures is, is, uh, unsettling to say the least. Like you throw, you throw like a doll on the ground. Well, it's not even something like crazy, like right. a doll on the ground. Again, that's how my mind works. It's like, Holy smokes. I was like some, of somebody's family like right. who knows what the heck would happen here yeah um i think i forget if chernobyl is that the one do they have like a ferris wheel or yeah. something like something eerily like you know yeah, some, i think it was one of those i think i saw yeah they had like an amusement park type thing the one thing that i remember was one of those things that go around and they were like swings yeah so oh, think, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that's what it was and it's just like all rotted and beaten down but it's still there and you just think about all the good memories that were there because like you you know if you work in film and then you know, you think about because you see that thing it stands for something but then you think about you almost kind of subconsciously build that backstory in your right. head like that could have been you know a girl like you know you could go as far as you know you know that could that doll could have been some little girl's you know best friend maybe she you know was bullied at school you know people didn't like her and you think like she lost that one thing like that's such a big deal to a little kid and that just adds to it and it gives I mean it gives me chills to even think about yeah I think I mean the other thing too, I feel like content in general. So when I was a kid, the content was music. I think yeah. that was the, the biggest driver of, of content. Yeah. And so there was like a stigma or like a, a desire or, or a drive to find the unfound music. Yeah. Like the indie music. Oh, dude, have you listened to this? Oh, well, it, and, and it's kind of like, you're not part of the club. Yeah. Like that was a, that was a, a, um, unfortunate, like prideful part of it, just be yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't know what theory, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. He, yeah. <laughs> or there's the other side of like, dude, you got to listen to this, like XYZ, independent, blah, 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 like not mainstream. And then there was a stigma with that of like, oh, dude, it's so commercialized. Oh, you listen to whatever, um, in sync, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, but no. Or you listen to some some mainstream rock band? No, no, no. Check that. Check out this alternative. Check out this upcoming band. Right. And I feel like that's that's transitioned into. There's still a lot of that out there, but it's transitioned into now, just content in general. Right. Like, oh, dude, check out this podcast. You gotta listen to it. Like, right. it's under the radar. It's fantastic. It's, yeah. It, you know, or have you seen this like little, this little thing on Netflix or mm -hmm. this. Uh, whatever, something on Google Play. Yeah. You know I mean, that that's now how things kind of pick up steam. And uh, 
and and that's what drives the conversation yep you know that's why we're here that's why we're doing what we're doing right now like this is you know it's it's wild it really what is. do you uh what do you fill in your time with man so ASU apartment when yeah. Middle Avenue was shut down and there's not a whole lot going on, man. No, yeah, because I come back and everything's shut down. Like it's completely a different world. And you know, I was gone for 12 days and literally got flipped totally upside down. So I usually I still get up pretty early on my own. I don't really I don't I haven't been setting an alarm, but I naturally have been getting up like around like seven at the latest. So I get up and I just go on I usually start off <clears throat> stretch you know just to kind of because i'm sitting around all day so i'm like the last thing i want to do is just you know be like eight like there's just no reason to feel like that so i stretch and then i'll go out and walk you know and it's nice outside so it's good to be out in the sun and and, and walk um you know usually you know one day a week i'll go to the grocery store to get food um but i'm you know coming up with difference you know what what keep what I try to keep it interesting is mainly you know my biggest difference in the day is like all right what am I cooking you know try to get something different I'm going to try this out nothing too crazy been building some I've been building this pretty uh, epic salad I do I just get like uh, some greens like the spring mix and spinach or whatever throw some blueberries pineapple in there then I've been doing some egg whites and then salmon and then I get like this and then some avocado then this cilantro avocado dressing yeah oh phenomenal it's like it's i don't even, i was just throwing stuff in there that i liked i don't even know like if there's if some like chef or foodies out there could be like oh should never that is a cardinal sin you can't mix this with that or whatever but i was just throwing stuff in there that i liked and i thought would be like healthy and like would actually like fill me up it's been it's been good so i've been kind of addicted to the making that um but other than that i'm just like focusing on like you know make sure i keep my apartment clean like don't become a slob i'm not trying to like I'm just really trying to pound out these podcasts. Like I'm, uh, like this one probably won't go out for a few weeks because I got like three, two or three scheduled right yeah. now. So, and the great thing about doing these podcasts is, first off, it's gotten, it's kind of pushed me, you know, because of the circumstance, you know, do these Zoom calls, and you know, I haven't done like I just did. This will be the third video podcast that I've done. Like I never like mine were always audio. So adding a new dimension to what I'm doing. Is pretty cool. I feel like this is great for Zoom. Like everyone uses Zoom now. I used to use Skype for, you know, call-ins and it was always just still audio. And now, you know, Zoom's everywhere. You know, people are doing pranks and like the, you know, the lectures. I'm sure you've seen some of that on social media where kids are like sending like famous pranksters and YouTubers, including some people that I work with. I'm sure they're putting together videos of them, you know, uh, going in on Zoom calls. Um, yeah, but this has been great for Zoom. And I think about too, I want to ask you this. Like some of these late shows and radio shows and things like that, I don't watch a ton of them where I see them. It's just clips on YouTube. I kind of like to watch them in little bits. You know, I, I'm not like sitting down and watching. And it's like, all right, Jimmy Fallon's on. You know, I'm sitting there. I'm going to be, I'm committed to the hour. I'm going to watch it live. I just right. like to catch the fun segments, the viral stuff on YouTube. They're making these shows work. And, you know, I don't know what the numbers are, how well, you know, they're doing. But they're making these work and they're still pretty entertaining from the stuff that I've seen. Do you think studios might be more reluctant to spend, you know, the money on these big studios? Do you think things because podcast is really the way that things are going? You kind of referenced Joe Rogan earlier and he talked about, you know, like, yeah, you need those staples, you know, like those studio shows do well. There's a lot of money in them. You know, they're hosted by, you know, big familiar people and, you know, they have stars on all the time. But, you know, the content that people are really trying to get is kind of the sloppy stuff, just the, you know, just like us, just going back and forth and having 
a reg we're just basically having a regular conversation. It's just happening to be, you know, recorded and put out in, you know, like a podcast entertainment form. Um, do you think things, you know, will continue to trend more that way? And maybe studios are reluctant to throw all this money and like, no, we can just kind of do it like this and get more creative and kind of break out of our kind of like natural, you know, safe, you know, this is what works. We bring out, you know, Zac Efron with Jimmy Kimmel and, you know, they do this little segment, you know, promote the movie. Maybe they're, they could, um, you know, it, it, they could do it more efficiently, more remotely. It won't look as, you know, sexy and glamorous as the studio things do. But more of these things are more acceptable and the technology continues to get better that I th feel like the consumers for the most part will, you know, the people that haven't adjusted will adjust. And I think a lot of us, like me, I'm already pretty adjusted. I still like watching this stuff on YouTube. So what what do you kind of, that was kind of a long-winded thing I'm throwing at you, but yeah. kind of how do you, uh, how do you kind of feel about that? Um, I think there's different mediums work yeah. for different purposes, right? Yeah. So like if this was, if this was like a long format podcast, which kind of is. Right. That's what I'm going this for. Is the, this is a good scenario. Yeah. It, honestly, like I, I've seen some of these things, they're just trying to do it to keep it going. But yeah, when you remove the element of like, like a late night television show where they're interviewing people and the, the, the live audience. Yeah. That is a big thing. Yep. That is uh you lose a major component to why things work. So like case in point, like I don't really watch Ellen all that much. I don't, I'm not home for daytime television. Right. But, like if you took the Ellen show and put that isolated with no studio audience. Yeah. Um, that's a completely different product. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? She's kind of like and, the modern day Oprah in turn in terms of, you know, how the crowd interacts and gets involved in their show. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it just takes an element out of it. Like Saturday Night Live, like with no people. Yeah. Like, that would be, yeah. I don't see how that could ever be something without a crowd. It's strange, but you're right. But they're, but you got to look at it from like cost and profit and revenue perspective. Right. I mean, overall operational cost for something like this is very low. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's zero. So, so, you know, there, there's definitely, there's definitely some upside in there. I just, I just think it just, it's really based on the content, Yeah. but I think, I think people, I think what it will do is that it will allow people to be more accepting yeah. of integrating something like this instead of thinking it, that it, that it's low budget. Right. Like, oh, that's just like, uh, what the heck? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say let, like, so you have to interview somebody, but they're on a different continent right you know what i mean so you're going to do it this way and it may not be like as high profile or whatever right but you're still getting good content and yeah. i think people are just no one's going to care right. i think that's the other thing like nobody cares yeah how the production level and i think in some ways like lower production level uh gives some type of uh organic like yeah realness to it yep um that people like um so it just, I think it just really depends on the product. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure there's there's money to be had in it. For sure. Yeah, it's kind of it's, to figure out, you know, advertisers, like all of that kind of stuff, you know, where do they work that in? You know, if it's still on T, you know, yeah, it, it'll just be, it'll, it'll be interesting. But I think there's definitely something, something that, that I'm, I'm sure these conversations are being had, I guess is what we're, what we're really getting at. You know, this is, you know, it's on the table to kind of work it out. Let's put that, let's put it this way. So like I'm recording this in like my office, right? Yeah. And so subtle, 
like things that that you wouldn't even think about yeah i mean most people don't think about it like i'm looking at, at your office or room there yeah you know what i mean and and in the back you've got like a tv or something yep. and i got my, like, oh, I, got my I can't tell there yeah i can't tell what tv that is right now but you know what i mean but then yeah like if you look in my background yeah uh, I see the skateboards, the Nike. Yeah, you see it. You yeah. know, little things like that that like mean nothing. Right. But then people look at it, and then there's like these chain. There's like these uh, firings that go off. Yeah. And like, oh, I like this guy. Oh, he's got that. That's like part of his house. Right. Interesting. I wonder what that is. Yeah. You know, little ways to like monetize things or yeah. influence people. I mean, it's all done on Instagram anyway. Like people do it already. But right, and but, it does uh, give a new perspective. That's interesting. You know, you know, you know, Conan. You know, just for example you know, could be one way, you know, he's very, you know, kind of like dramatic and, you know, kind of animated and, and things like that when he's delivering and he has a certain personality, but depending on how they set up their backgrounds, you know, a lot of these guys are doing in their offices or whatever. If there's little like mementos to what they're interested in, they could almost be viewed as more relatable, you know, more, more real. Now, if it's just kind of boring and blank, you know, mine, you really can't get, you know, uh, I don't have a ton of, you know, decorating in here this is more of a temporary place it's not like a home home but uh but yeah i think that would be you know kind of cool if you know because like if someone had a similar background to you and it's like oh we're just used to seeing this guy in the suit you know yeah he talks to the celebrities and you know they have their little back and forth and he has these little jokes but it's like oh conan you know like if you were conan right now it's like oh conan's into sneakers you know he's skateboarding so oh, that's cool you know what kind of old you know video game is is that, you know, he's into shoes, you know, look at all the shoe boxes. Like that could be uh that could be pretty cool. Like that's the first thing that I noticed when when you popped up. I was I was uh, l looking in your background and I went right to those shoes right there. Those are sweet. It's like uh is this might be a bad example because I actually really don't like when they do this. I'm yeah. not trying to call them out, but like okay, I'm not going to name a company, but so like I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. And sometimes I go to like places where it's like a drive-through coffee, yep. right? And like they're they're meant to like spur conversation. So 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 and it's like over the top. It's just like, dude, I just wanna just want coffee, bro. Just want coffee, man. Like, how's your day going? Where are you headed? Oh, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. But then they like you know looking in. Oh, like what's in the passenger seat? Oh, what you got there? What it's you a got? little much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but I think there is some legitimacy to that. And I think the other thing, not to get like super crazy with it, but I think the one detriment. It, let's talk about like drawbacks to this. Yeah is that this creates this type of scenario though creates a world that you can live in that's not real yeah so one thing that's funny like oh it's hilarious like i'm throwing the bahamas in the background and yeah. like you know you chroma keyed my face out or whatever yeah um or you know i'm whatever on a mountaintop and that's fun and that's great but we live in such a society where like the camera is on like everybody has a camera. Everybody is on stage at some point for the most part. And, and it, you can go really to a point where you don't re realize like what is real. Yeah. I know it's weird. I'm not, I'm trying to not get too deep here, but it's just like when I'm on camera, when I'm on zoom or when I'm on Instagram or on stories or whatever, yeah. like this is what I'm highlighting. Right. Yeah. Cause then but it then could become, reality, you know, who's calling in and who, who's in the coolest place, who's doing the coolest thing. You know, and, yeah, then, yeah, and then people yeah. start to seek that stuff out and it gets a little, and that can get, you know, uh, eventually, you know, everything kind of loses. It's, it's tough to keep that originality, you know, that, you know, that genuine feel for the longest time. There's always going to be people that, uh, you know, try to upstage people or, you know, wh whatever it is, make, 
things seem like, you know, they're not or better than they are, you know, just kind of, that's really how social media is, you know, very rarely do we see anything but, you know, someone's very best in terms of a picture or whatever else. Yeah, correct. Correct. And then if they don't post the very best, then, then like people are like accusing them of like, yeah, uh, you're just doing, why are you? Yeah. Oh, did you go out there? Still hear me? Yep. Yeah, we're good. There we go. Um, so, uh, I specifically in this time, you've seen a lot of people like throw up their meters Right. You're like, oh, my screen time went up like yeah. hours a day. And you're yeah. like, holy smokes. Like, yeah, you have to do that for work. But like, I've actually taken a step back. I'm to my detriment. My, my wife will tell you, I am that guy that is unfortunately glued to this. Um, not, not necessarily because of content, although that is something that you're always scrolling, but for response, like it's, I got an email. I got, I've got the Apple watch. It dings me, yeah. you know, um, I got AirPods in like it immediately cuts whatever I'm doing and tells me I need to do something. Um, so I've been trying to, and it hasn't worked, but reduce screen time. Like, no, I don't want to, I don't, I have the opportunity to, to be here and to kind of like reset this thing and try to take a step back. And, and like I said, that's going full circle. So what I was saying about being old, I think now I see, I see these things, you know what yeah. I mean? So now you see like my dad or my grandfather, that's just like, I have no interest in these things. And it may not be because they don't want to be involved or whatever. I think there is an underlying current with, within that of like, you know what? I think I realize like what's important in my day and the world changes immediately, just like we're seeing. And do I really need to be consumed by the latest post on Instagram right. or um, scrolling up in Twitter and trying to just like refresh everything to kind of be, so it's, it's that dichotomy of like, we want to be up to date, but like, do we need to be up to date on everything right. and, and, uh, and be on camera 24 hours a day. And, and uh, I think that's, that's kind of where, my mind is headed. Um, and so it, like I said, it's been, it's been refreshing and, but to your point, you know, you're talking about cooking and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I've been trying to reduce that and go into that. I've been trying to cook yeah. stuff. I'm a terrible cook, dude. I'm like Charlie yeah. Brown. Like I can cook toast and cereal. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, uh, I started getting into like cooking eggs. Yeah. Like, product that you can manipulate into like various different forms. Oh yeah. Get creative with eggs big time. Bro, the last three weeks have been like a legitimate Easter egg hunt because nobody has eggs. Yeah. I've only been able to find like the egg, like the egg whites in the carton. That's how I got in. I'm like, okay, I guess this has worked. This is just what I'm eating now because I can't find my my traditional eggs. Yeah. Like to the point where I'm like, we need to buy hens and a rooster because I'm freaking tired of this. I'm tired of like going to Trader Joe's and like not having eggs or fries or whatever. Yeah. But, uh. But, and, and those runs, I felt like, I forget the dude's name, but like in the early seasons of like Walking Dead, where it's like, dude, we got to go get some supplies. Okay. Well, I'm going to like hunker down and gear up and like try to like go out yeah. there and try to f- get what I can get. Right. Um, so eggs have been, have been that thing for me where I'm just like, like you said, cooking. 
uh, preparing meals. Like yep. we actually, like I would rarely cook dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and learning that and, and taking that as like a real process and, and, uh, and failing miserably. Yeah. Bro, uh, like I love over easy eggs. Like when I go yeah. out to breakfast, oh, I want over easy. I don't know how the hell you could cook an over easy <laughs> egg. Like, I'm like, I got to flip this thing. Yeah. And somehow not bust open the yolk. Yeah. It's a yolk. Um, so I, I best intentions and then it ends up being like, well, it looks like it's gonna be scrambled. Yeah. And just, that, that's like me when I was a kid in art class, like I have this vision in my head, but when, when pen hits paper, when pencil hits paper, when brush hits canvas, it's just, it, it looks like I was, you know, trying to, trying to paint it. And, and while I was spinning around in a washing machine, like, it's just awful. Like, yeah, I like, you just can't do it. I have no touch. Yeah. I have vision, no touch. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's nuts. But uh, but like I said, it's it's all good, and and we'll get through this. I mean, depending on when you said this airs, like a couple weeks from now. Yeah, hopefully it's a lot better. Yeah, that would be uh, that's like what's cool about this type of stuff too. Would yeah. be like, wow, we've talking about this today, right? And in two whatever fourteen days since yep. I've talked to you, like, right? The world is better, hopefully. Right. Yeah. Just for reference, it is. We are recording on April 9th, and this is going to be set to go out. Probably the. Um, I'll put it out either that Sunday or Monday, twenty sixth or twenty seventh, because I got a couple others lined up right now. So that could be, could be really different, and you know, hopefully, you know, a lot, a lot better. Um. So hopefully, there's some tremendous progress that happens between now and then. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it all pans out and. You know, we're just taking it, we're taking it day by day, but haven't trying to have the best time, but you got to be positive, man. That's yeah. My first couple of days I was back and I'm, you know, looking at, you know, the reality of, you know, my future is up in the air, you know, I'm getting ready to graduate and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking, you know, you're going to come in and have a job and be ready to go. And now it's, you know, either going to be a reduced role, kind of a more, you know, in my case, a more project by project thing, you know, nothing guaranteed for the long term until you know really we can start going out and doing our regularly scheduled programs again um you know I, I was in a panic those first few days but after that and you know you feel sorry for yourself a little bit but at the end of the day you know this you know it's so cliche but you know the sun's going to come up and it's going to go down and it's going to come back up in the morning and you know that's that's when I was like all right I just had to kind of whip my ass into shape I'm like get out the planner, you know, just like you, I'm like setting these checklists, even the littlest things, put it on the checklist. You feel good about crossing it off. Like get these things done today, you know, working on LinkedIn, reaching out to people, doing podcasts, checking in on people, talking to the family, like just doing all those things. And I managed to keep myself busy. There hasn't been a day where I'm like, this day is the longest day ever. It's never going to end. And, um, I'm very happy. You know, I'm, I'm happy. I've been able to do that. And it sounds like you've, uh, you've been able to keep yourself busy as well, which is, which is great to hear. And I'm glad all of you are doing well and, and healthy. And then I'm glad you mentioned it was your mom or your wife's dad, but he's feeling better now. So I'm glad that that's all good. Yeah, no, he's feeling, he's feeling great. Good. Which, you know, obviously that was, that was something that was heavy on us here for a couple of weeks. Right. Um, but yeah, no, he's doing good. Her mom's yeah. doing good. Good. Um, so we're blessed and we're, we're definitely thankful for, yeah what's happening so far. And, you know, just like I said, stay positive with it and, and, and take it one day at a time and right. kind of go from there. That's absolutely right. So before we wrap this up, what, what's next on Joe Pond's Netflix list? What's he going to watch? You got enough. 
we got to get uh, something. I don't know. I, gotta, I think I got to, dude, finishing Ozark, like, if you're not into that show, like I said, it's pretty meaty, bro. Like, it is. Just every every second, you're just like, wow. I'm yep. kind of depressed at this point. But yeah. so I think I got to I gotta go with something with more A little lighthearted. Uh, levity yep. and fun. Yeah. I always go back to, like, I just, uh, you know, like I said, Office and Parks and Rec yeah. and New Girl. Like, those are. Oh, New Girl is great. Yeah. I was re watching a few episodes of that the other day. So good. So Jake Johnson is, uh, I, I just feel like I relate to him a lot. Like my wife tells me the same thing. Like there's some episodes, like little things that he does in that show. That's just like, I just laugh. Cause that's me. There's yep. one, one scene where he gets really aggravated over little things. Yep. And so like, I've done, I've literally done this. I forget if I talked about this already, but like the door is closed mm -hmm. and uh, it says like push, yeah. And he's trying to pull it and he's like, push, screw this. I'm pulling this thing. Yeah. Like, like little stuff like that. So we just watch it and we just laugh all the time. But that's awesome. So I, I need probably stuff like that. Like I watched Onward with the kids, mm -hmm. which is that new Pixar movie. Okay. It, uh, I liked it. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, it's not Toy Story or whatever, but it's a good one. Um, so I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I don't know what else is coming out. Yeah. I don't know what I need to get into or like revisit. Yeah. Um, but I definitely need something a little bit more lighthearted for sure and fun and, and happy. And, um, I got really into the great British bake off there for a second. I don't know if you've watched that show. Uh -huh. It's, uh, it's basically a cooking show. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's, I think in Britain, it's just called the bake off. Okay. And so they bring in like 15 bakers and they yeah. got to cook stuff on, like three challenges it's a classic yeah. whatever yeah and uh i just got really into it because had the had the uh the british accent dude yeah oh yeah it's i mean that point. just makes the show a million it does better. It, it all it takes it like it makes it like 25 percent better at least it just, yeah and then i got my daughter into a show called the invest investigators huh. which is like a kids um basically like a scooby-doo type of show yeah like a, yeah but all the kids they're based in australia Interesting. Cool. So they all have an Australian accent. Which is like the coolest thing ever. Oh, 100%, dude. So I've been watching that with her. And the main character is um, uh, a little Asian kid, which I relate to. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. Like, he's like, whatever, like the main leader of this detective group. And he's yeah. got like an Australian accent. Um, so we've been really getting into that. She's been binging. I think I, that's the other thing, like seeing my daughter interact in this world has yeah. been really, really eye-opening because mm -hmm. she has to do class via like Zoom. So weird. So she's like taking it. I've been trying to, because I like to make fun of things and I've been yeah. trying to drop little like things that she needs to say. Yeah. Like she's in the workforce, like right. circle back, <laughs> dial it in, you know what Push I mean? Push forward. Let's, uh, let's, let, can we table this math for a little bit and kind right. of move on to... To this or like let me check my calendar yeah and none of her students are none of her other co, co uh or uh what am i looking her, her for colleagues Friends. yes <laughs> yeah none of, none of her other her class, yeah. classmates i'm looking for yeah really get that but i'm in the background just like laughing right you got to give her the new meaning of recess like we're going to take a break for we're going to recess this you know for 30 minutes like and not go out and play in the playground like if you're in a court of law like well we're going to take a recess here yeah you need to yeah all those that's hilarious that's awesome yeah. Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on. Mr. McCarthy. Let's take a step back here. Yeah. Let's rewind. Let's make sure that everybody's on the same page. 
what you're saying is yeah. three times four is 12. Okay, just we're all clear. Everybody and, get that? And it's still 12 if you flip the numbers and it's four times three. That's what we're that's what you're getting at here. That's what right, you're trying right, to tell right, us. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 been fun. But yeah, those are those are kind of the things that that we've been going through. And um yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything on my radar yet, but I'm sure I'll find something. Yeah. Have you have you gotten into any of these dating shows? I know you set me up with the Bachelor thing, but are you even a Bachelor fan to start with? No. I didn't think so. No. So so I, I specifically stay away from that. Yeah. Just because it's just I know I know the recaps and you're super dialed into oh, it, but like my time. my wife started getting into uh whatever the heck it is, blind date or Love something. Love is blind. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no. Nope. Can't do it. Can't. I, no. I can't, I can't do it, man. Like, but I just can't. Think, but they're in these, they're in these pods away from each other in separate rooms talking and dating. Do you think that they knew something when they were putting this show together? It's the ultimate dating social distancing. And it's super woke because you're focused on the person, not their looks, because you don't know what they look like, because you don't know what they look like kind of the greatest show ever in terms of sh social justice or whatever, whatever you want to call it. True. But then like, then it immediately, I mean, I, so I haven't really watched it, so I can't, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. I've like chimed in as I've walked in and out of rooms. Okay. But then it gets immediately unwoke. Right. right? When like they actually see each other and then they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, I could like, be wrong. Yeah. I mean, some people have been, you know, I, I won't spoil it for you because I know you're going to watch it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, some people, everything's been pretty good so far, but it's so funny, like, you know, one person is, like, running up to the other person, and the other person just kind of has to, like, absorb the hug and kind of the the kiss, you know, that they were anticipating, but maybe what they look like or what they envisioned just isn't, you know, just didn't match up. It hasn't been too bad so far, but that being said, I'm only three episodes in, but I do appreciate the realness of it, like, you know, it's uncut, and they really kind of, you know, it's not, you know, The Bachelor... And Bachelorette can be very glamorous, like it's a big ABC show, and they try to keep it as PG, PG-13 as possible. But this show is just, I mean, that, that's what you get when you have a streaming service. You know, it's kind of like, I imagine, you know, it's not at the level like of an HBO or like Showtime or Cinemax did one. But right. it's um, it's pretty real, and I can appreciate that in, 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 in points. But I can probably, I can only take about one one episode of that a day. I, I, really, I don't know if I can sit down and binge it because it's, uh, it's, it's very cringy. It, it can be exhausting in that way. I think, I think the biggest reason, I don't know, not that show because I haven't seen it, but like, let's just go back to The Bachelor and that type of genre. Yeah. I just, I can't get past the like unrealistic premise of it. That's why I'm just like, everything about it is fake to me. Yeah. Like whatever, uh, I don't know what it starts with, 30 or something, 30 there's 20 some girls maybe whatever. 30. yeah whatever it's a big bachelor question. bachelorette and they're all trying to vie for this one person's like right. love and they're competing against each other i just feel like it's so fabricated bro yeah like no one who would want to do that yeah and but i know i know i know like no but like setting you up and you being the bachelor i mean i get that side of it but right. like the other side i just don't get yeah so like my thing is i think the reason that it works and the people react the way that they do and they become so emotional is because, you know, it, a lot of it, you know, can seem think, fake. And when they do these, like, you know, hometowns and meet and greets, like the houses just look too nice and too put together. Like ABC definitely like rented this house, you know, and, and whatever. Um, 
But when when you like, I always make the analogy that Chris Harrison, the host of this thing, like he and ABC are like the puppeteers, and they're up in the rafters just calling all the shots because basically all the contestants, you know, they're all living in, you know, they live in this nice mansion, but they're living in these close quarters. You know, they're cut off from the outside world, like internet phones, like all that's cut off. And you have eight weeks and you're there. And a lot of these people are, you know, single and desperate, or maybe they're going after fame, whatever it is. They're like, well, I'm here. I might as well just try to get as famous or fall in love with this guy because there's nothing else to do. And I think that's what kind of creates all the craziness and nonsense. Now there's definitely stuff that's staged or that they suggest and kind of throw in there. And the way that they edit it can manipulate it. But I think there is a little realness to it. And, you know, the reason that people go crazy, I don't think they have to seek out people that go crazy because I think the environment does that for you because you could realize it, know all the secrets in the background. But until you're living it, you really don't know how you're going to react. And I'm not saying that the show is 100% real. I just like to kind of bring, I just like to play devil's advocate. Well, plus the other thing that just I can't get past is that there's always like some just off the wall, like right. crazy person yes. on this thing. Right. And then, but yet that person like makes the cuts. They always stick around for a few weeks because there's a guy that, you know, they always know that they, they have a guy in there that's going to be, especially when it's a guy who's going to yeah, puff yeah. his chest out like this guy, like where does he get off? You know what I mean? I my laptop in. You know, where does he get off? Like, we're going to have a conversation. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's the, you know, there's the, the, the rivalry between contestants. And then that guy always ends up getting screwed because he's focused on that. And then he's just complaining to the, you know, to, to the bachelorette about it and vice. And it's just, it's just nonsense, but you can't deny. I mean, I, I watch it ironically. I watch it for entertainment. You know, I'm not there with a bowl of ice cream crying my eyes out like I hope I can have a love story like that one day like no right right right, right. yeah I mean I don't even know there's probably I mean I'm sure there is I don't know how many seasons there's been oh but like the actual like uh what am I looking for not retention but you know what I mean the actual like success oh yeah very low very low yes (laughs) correct correct dude yeah um the one episode that I do like because Becky watches it and then I have no clue what's going on. Right. But there is that, they do that one episode that's like in front of a studio audience. The women tell all where they bring them all back and then it's just a yeah, cat yeah, yeah, fight yeah. or a bunch of guys yeah. with testosterone going crazy. Like, yo yeah. bro, what'd you say? Like, yeah. I do enjoy that just because of the the, the train wreck of it is putting these people in a room and, yeah. and, and seeing what happens. Like, uh, I think that is kind of funny. Yeah, but but I still don't even know. Like I'm just like watching their. I don't know exactly what they're referencing. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, right. Um, and you kind of get but, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, man. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, great, Joe. This this was fun. We started off with all the Corona stuff, but I really liked where where it went. It was it's always fun. We always have a good conversation, and like I said, glad everyone's doing well and doing healthy. Just. Uh, Hopefully it stays that way and stay safe out there. And thank you again. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Of course.